who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. Each Monday, I bring you a brand new full-length episode covering something from a wide variety of topics. And then every Friday, come meet up with me again for a mini What's in the News episode so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on in the world. Check out Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And rage on. Fireteam Chad, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you for joining us today. I'm really excited. There's a ton to talk about. Let me introduce my guest first, Jose. What's going on? It's great to see you again. Likewise. Thank Good you for having you back me. on the show. Mm-hmm. Of course. Sean Finnegan. How's it going, everyone? Sean, you've been raining all day. Yeah, just stepped out of the IGN Plays Destiny stream. Uh, we've been going all week, all day, mm. and it's been super crazy. I just spent seven hours raiding and like 12 hours farming to get oh, to God. raid ready oh, before yeah, that. Oh, yeah, because you were, you were way below 280. Everyone said it was yeah. impossible, but I went from 237. I, I was like, no way you're going to be ready 237 tomorrow. light to 283, night, to 283 light in one day. It <laughs> wow. was crazy. Well, right. Who did you pay for this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whose Xbox account did you spend money on? <laughs> oh, man, it was crazy, dude. I just have a really good fire team who are all very giving people. Okay, cool, cool. cool. So today we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to open with our overall impressions of the content. Now that we've got to experience the raid and try it out, we haven't completed it yet, but we'll get there. Uh, we're going to talk about Zur and his new systems and how we feel about them. And finally, we're going to talk about the raid. And we're doing that last because I know a lot of people like to experience it without knowing anything. So that'll be kind of a spoiler territory. Mm. Jose, you're actually going to leave because you don't want to know anything. Right? I don't know. You guys should tread softly when we talk about the overall game as it is. Because I'm sure Got we're going to have moments where the raid will come up. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to know. We're going to start it either tonight or tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. So okay. real quick, around the table, your light level and your level... First of all, 40 within like 30 seconds right here. Uh, I'm currently Amazing. 285. Yeah, I, I stack what? bounties. What was it? Two what? 85? 285 is yeah. my light level right now. I you stack keep bounties. infusing purples. I do. I bring them along. I think you would be higher, but you're 285. You might be right. You have yeah. to pick and choose your battles in that regard because mm. sometimes you do want to infuse your legendaries because they have better perks and in the yep. long run it'll be better for you. 
But yeah, yeah, in order to get that initial jump, you want to. It doesn't matter if you're using blues or legendaries or greens, whatever has the highest defense or attack okay. value. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So you're you're I'm, light level and I'm level. I'm two eighty eight, two eighty eight, okay. and I'm just throwing blues or whatever in there. And I think once I kind of settle in, because like we're gonna start getting raid gear and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. or maybe we will. Um, uh, I went from 237 light to 283, and then through all of the blue engrams that you get during the raid, which are a lot, oh, yeah. I went to 287. We took a tower stop just to be like, well, is it going to be easier if we all just got a couple points of light? And it was, so yeah, yeah. 287 right now. So we definitely learned, right, that w the separation of the regular level from the light level, we had a feeling the light level would be the new sort of bottleneck, but mm -hmm. it's not really a bottleneck in the fact that it moves fairly quickly. You you know the higher your light level goes it appears the better blues that will drop along the way or purples True. that'll drop along the way yeah. so let me call it let's just go right into the first topic our overall impressions because this all kind of ties in yeah. so we're talking now about the reward system kind mm -hmm. of it's there constantly and it keeps you coming back over and over again yeah right? well yeah loot loot feels a lot more fair than it has been right mm -hmm. like I, it, part of the year one problem with Destiny has been that loot has been miserly or has been stingy. Like, let's be honest, right? There's no worse feeling than going into an event to do things and then come out of it with materials, you know, or without something that you feel, okay, this was worth my time. Um, so far, I feel that, you know, blues, greens, early on in the campaign, blues and greens are, are dropping fairly regularly with light that you're going to want to use mm -hmm. because it doesn't take long to hit 40. So I hit 40, like I said, right away. You guys, you hit went it in the, three minutes. Less than that. <laughs> yeah. I swear. It was like one minute. You, you guys turned went through the bounty. campaign. You had a really good strategy. I did. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd heard from friends if you stack up bounties. So there were like seven 5K bounties, and then the rest of my bounty list was 3k or 2.5k yeah. so i just unleashed like, and, and it, yeah. all right i'm 40 that was yeah, weird. that was yeah. that was fast um mm -hmm. you guys went through the campaign though how long did that take i finished it on stream in about three hours okay. yeah with a pretty solid fire team okay mm -hmm. and that was 40 or like 39 and a half uh like 39 and like three quarters campaign okay. got me to 40 because I did some of the bounties and stuff. So, okay, along the yeah. way. Got yeah, it, pick got up it. your bounties and start the campaign if you're just trying to hit 40. Okay. You yeah. have to do it also to unlock all the other, the really cool side quests and stuff. Initial impressions of the campaign, fantastic. Oh, I thought good. it was amazing. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. not only are there great cinematics, but there's a lot of great character development and storytelling. Nathan mm -hmm. Fillion, I tweeted this out, but he... Like steals the, the show a little. Yeah, the whole campaign is based on his singular brilliant performance. Mm -hmm. Like... He's so funny. He's so charming. He has this great dynamic with Eris, who's a little bit weird. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of great back and forth. Ultimately, you feel like you're just part of this world that's been there and has been evolving for a really long time. And I think that that's what Destiny Year One in its entirety was missing. Yeah. I, I it's, feel, oh, no, it's his wit and charm that add a lot to the presentation of the game. You mm -hmm. know? And like the other characters are also serious. Like Eris is serious. The yeah. ball is serious. And he's like... Come on, guys. Like, even his character in the tower was kind of fun. And I mm -hmm. like that they brought that to life with the cinematics and getting to see these characters interact for the first time. Yeah, I found it interesting that in Destiny Year One, they spent more time talking about the Traveler and characters like the Speaker and, you Not know, this nebulous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Stranger. Yeah. Like, what did she even ever say that was worth mm -hmm. listening to? Um, and where and, is uh, she now? Yeah. Oh, I hope MIA for the rest yeah, of the series. Yeah, for the rest of the sequels. Um, no, but, but it, it, uh, where I was going with that is just that you had this table at the Vanguard with three characters who you would constantly hear their voices, 
but nowhere in any cinematic that I feel like they had any presence mm, whatsoever. Sure, yeah. yeah, they said nothing. Um, and yet these were supposed to be like top lieutenants and top, top, top men and women who lead top the vanguard. Men. Yeah, top, yeah. top men. And so uh, in the campaign, like seeing them, you know, developed finally like right after the first mission you get a cutscene that has this really good exchange between all of them nathan yeah. fillion and the other two actors and eris um and i just felt like wow these were the characters you had and this is what i was looking for in the yeah. first game like where was it and i'm really glad to see it now my concern is the only and i've talked to you about this jose i worry that somebody who comes in fresh with the taken king they go through the tutorial and then they, they'll probably use the spark of light if they're playing with friends um, they're going to be very confused about who these characters are and like what's happening. Why I, I was confused who these characters were. Yeah, and you like, play. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I play regularly. Well, I mean, basically they feel brand new. I think that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you may be confused, but no more confused You'll than the rest of us. Yeah. I think the confusing part would be if you came in, you use the spark of light, you play all the Destiny, or the Taken King content, and you're like, wow, that was great. I want to go back and experience year one. And then there's none of that in oh, year yeah. one. That'll Abandon, be confusing. Abandon those quests. <laughs> Just, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You, you don't need to do it i guess hopping in you kind of accept like okay this is a world there's these people talking to me and like the cabal are messed up i guess these are the cabal you know mm -hmm. yeah i just kind of wonder i would really like to take a gamer who hasn't played destiny and let them play it and get their impressions bobby you're up oh yeah there you oh, go Bobby. Yeah. there we go um, so how do you guys like fighting the taken the Taken were my favorite part of that game. I uh, hate so the Scions that keep splitting. Yeah. Yeah. And like so sometimes you're just fighting on one side and you're like, just die. <laughs> like, get out of here. You know? Um, no, but I, I do like uh, the Taken in that, you know, they. It's it's interesting because I don't know if it was by happy accident that Bungie ended up picking a design for for an enemy type that also like the Gorgon. It looks just like the Gorgon, right? The, yeah. You would say the Gorgons were taken. Yeah, I don't know for sure. Oh yeah, um, maybe yeah. like an I inverted. I think they're separate. I don't know. They're That's probably separate, though. but yeah. they look similar. But anyway, what like saying, yeah. what, what I especially admire though is that each taken has a different strategy i felt like hours after starting the game i was still seeing them do new things like when yeah. you finally see vex taken um, taken knights yeah they yeah act very different you see taken yeah. knights you see a lot of different styles and it's just something that is very refreshing especially after hundreds of hours playing this game mm -hmm. um to to encounter these enemies and and experience like okay the scions can separate or the captains who throw this giant ball of energy that mm -hmm. can blind not it, only does it damage you it blinds it you it blinds you and limits yeah. your like field of vision like yeah. really poorly like you can't yeah. see anything yeah like, you know, that they is stop you from man. turtling like if mm -hmm. you were constantly hiding behind rocks and just using cover you have now have an enemy type that can make you leave yeah. and you have a problem on your hands. Like, mm -hmm. that's really smart. I like it. Um, okay, I don't want to spoil this for Jose, but I do want to talk about the raid. <sighs> just, are we going into the raid segment? Or you no, just no, no, no. I just, oh, no. So just in the overall impressions thing, yeah. Sean, early impressions, just thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up. It's been phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I will also say I really like Like, without it. getting into details, yeah. uh, Bungie really stepped up their game and gave audiences and players what they were desiring when it came to raid mechanics and stuff. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. I'm excited to continue my uh, pathway through it without spoiling anything. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
You did like you that. did say something that was interesting to me when I came out and was chowing down on some pizza. You mm-hmm. said you thought it was a little bit easier than the other raid struck you at first. Can yeah. you elaborate a little? Yeah, so like you very, know, you, very carefully. You yeah. do I'll I'll talk about earlier raids and my experience with those. Um, I could catch what I could I could hang with those. Go. Yeah, with Vault of Glass. Spoiler alert for Vault of Glass. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> a so, year old raid. <laughs> Vault of Glass, first time you do it, it says recommended light level twenty six and you hop in there and you get kind of stomped at 26 at 26 you actually want to go in around 28 probably for your first vanilla destiny i'm talking same thing with uh crotazen you go in there at 28 and or it's 31 right or what what was it crotazen was was 32 wasn't it crotazen base was no max was 32 it was like 30 and then max 32 yeah so like you go in there at 28 you're gonna have a hard time like right now the rate is recommended 290 we're going in 290 light. Yeah, 290 light. We're going in at 280, mm-hmm. and I'm not getting creamed is my only point. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Well, One of us finished. So well, Yeah, and you're seeing that also in other parts of the game, it's, right? It's where like, difficult. Uh, where like the Nightfall, the Weekly, mm-hmm. the uh, the new uh, Heroic Strike playlist, that I'm forgetting the name, but it's the top Vanguard tier one. Heroic, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Vanguard Heroic. Um, you'll see the recommended light. Uh, could be within 10 of what you have, yeah. but you can show up with roughly 10 and we hang. Did, we did the Nightfall last night, and we did it about five, six under, you yeah. know, yeah. per character, and we were okay. Yeah, yeah. I did I did the... Va- yeah. I did but it was a challenge, well, but not is, insurmountable. The Nightfall... I did the Nightfall last night in order to level up really quickly, and I was doing it about 10 to 15 points light under, mm-hmm. and I... Definitely saw a significant drop off at around that light level change, but yeah, I think if you're ten or less under, it's it'll be tougher, but it's not insurmountable, like you said. But I think people are underestimating that jump in ten light. That's a huge amount of effort. Like it's not easy to jump ten points of light uh, once you get past like the two sixty area. Yeah, and uh, I think like once you, I think I think that's evident in the raid. I find it very challenging. Of course, I never did Vault of Glass or. Crota's end when they released, so yeah. I'm a little biased. So yeah, I, I mean, sorry, just a last point yeah. to add here. I do feel though, like this is a positive direction, but oh yeah, it is kind of a, a surprising direction to me because I've spent the last year playing this game a certain way, and now going into it, I wasn't expecting that. I'm very pleased with it, mm-hmm. but it's just. It, it's interesting because I have not encountered an expansion like this where I am relearning so much about the game. Oh, yeah. And I feel like light level is is definitely at the top of the list of, holy cow, this really does change the way you are playing activities and what you're doing in activities. Um, I, I just wanted to share that one point that it's just surprising to me just how much I'm learning along the way because of these changes. It's a very different game in year two. Yeah. For sure. Last thing I wanted to bring up about my overall impressions is uh, I have a little bit of concern about the specialness of purples. I feel like it's been greatly reduced to the point that, like, a lot of people are just going to wear blues. I mean, you talked about perks. I think we're early. You know. Yeah, we're early, so we don't really know why they're special, but I'm just kind of a little bit confused about all the changes with the Engram system. Well, yeah, I I can tell you that there are a couple of purples I have, uh, legendary um, pieces of gear that have unique perks to them that I didn't expect to see attached to them. So, Mm -hmm. for example, I have uh, this one weapon that it's good against Hive. Mm -hmm. I have another weapon that I just opened a perk on. It's a scout rifle that uh, is... is, uh, 
has an advantage against Taken. So you're seeing sort of the, the very specific perks that were tied to like Crotazend weapons or to Vault of Glass weapons, but you're seeing them distributed in other places, mm -hmm. in legendaries. I haven't noticed that on blues. Um, you also see that in the case of legendary gear right now, where for example, I have a chess piece that has a void uh, damage buff. Mm -hmm. So on the nightfall, if void, if void is active, I'm taking less damage as a result because of that, which is, that's, that's a good thing to have. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, that's so far what I've noticed. Like I've always had trouble keeping up with the stack game on, on a lot of the gear. Like I, I say that openly because it, it's always struck me as not really clear. But one thing that is clear so far is that the perks attached to legendaries mm -hmm. still stand out. You yeah. can be a blue. Uh, you can wear completely blue gear, but you, you those are empty calories. Like yeah. you're not you're not really rocking something that mm -hmm. is ultimately I, I think really good. Uh, in the gear game, but infusion does change things up a lot, and it does make it sort of a struggle to try and understand or make choices. Like, do I continue to burn legendary marks and blues, higher level blues, into this purple to bring it along with me? So, because I really like this one thing that this piece of gear has, mm -hmm. I find myself struggling with that choice constantly. I'm still game. using Apple of Discord, which is a quest reward. I yeah. think it's a pulse rifle. It's How really good. How far did you get it up in, in terms uh, of light level? It's at 292 right wow, now. Wow, that's I think. good. Yeah, but that's good. at one anything point, anything over 290. But good. at one point, it was 242, and I would, like you pointed out, I would consistently get blue and green weapons that were better than it, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, so what I the way I dealt with that was like I had this idea of like okay I have a potential light level and I have like my actual light level and so I would equip it and see what my min max was and if it was a significant bump then I would keep the legendary use the uh, other the blue until I got high enough up mm -hmm. and then I would use it to infuse and just bring the legendary along with me mm -hmm. until I got it high enough to the point where it's yeah. my best weapon which it is now yeah I think that the further people and the further people get into the raid and the deeper they go, the better the rewards are going to be, the more you're going to see people start that transition to legendary. Yeah. But early on, right before you're getting raid ready, the most important part is to get the highest amount of light, which sometimes is not available on the early legendaries you're getting in the game. Yeah. And we, do, infusion, we do have to move on. Oh, wait, but, uh, 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 what's your overall thought? Like, thumbs oof, up, thumbs okay, down. Okay, I have one more Go point ahead. to make. I'm sorry. It's just I just want to point out that infusion changes the game so much because even an exotic that you get that isn't for your character has utility. You can take that, and if it's in a, if it is a helmet... You know, I got a Warlock helmet last night. I, I wasn't playing Warlock. You can infuse it, put it towards something else, and that raises that stat. Ultimately, I, I do like that, that, that they've added that system. I think so far, as far as uh, the expansion goes, it is a thumbs up. There's still some quests still have a very like grindy like behavior. Yes, like, I, I know to, exactly the one you're talking about. <laughs> I had to yeah. run around getting like uh, just now. I just did a quest line where I had to run around getting uh, fallen kills. Uh, not That's, just fallen kills. Like there was one, one uh, yeah. primary targets. Oh, okay. And those are, are you find those on patrols. Those mm -hmm. are missions you can pick up, but you can't always find them in. Is it the one where you places? have to do like three on each planet? Yeah, I had that quest. Yeah. I haven't even started yet oh, because it, all of my fire team was like, "Don't do that one yet." That yeah. one takes forever <laughs> because sometimes you'll just go to Mars and there isn't a primary yeah. target mission in sight mm -hmm. for a while, and so you go back to space, you go back to Mars, you're just going between like <laughs> these two places, and that could 
whatever. Like we're playing the game at an accelerated pace, so obviously it's easy to get frustrated by yeah. things like that. And I'm not trying to be hard on the game for it, but there are still grindy like activities like that where there's just this ultra specific thing they want you to do. I think the quests are at their best when there's a unique mission involved, even if it's treading over space I've been to before. In the end, the expansion as a whole so far is a thumbs up. Like I cool. really like the changes. I really feel like there's a lot more to do. Campaign wraps, and I've still got a bunch of quests logged oh, that yeah. I have to take care of. And that's great because that's going to keep me coming back to play the game. Your final review is coming soon, though. Monday. Monday? Yeah, whether right. I like it or not. Monday. All right. <laughs> Sean, thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, big thumbs up for Real me. Real quick because we really do got to move on. To yeah, this big thumbs yeah. up for me. It's been a resounding success. Mm -hmm. I've been enjoying every minute of it. Um, normally when I play things at an accelerated pace, like I want to take a really big break because I'm just like I burned myself out. But no, I want to get back to it. I feel like there's still so much more for me to do. Uh, and that's that was the big problem with year one was like you had to do the same things over and over again. Now it's like, no, I have tons and tons of more quests to do and – other things to be farming for and things to be trying to accomplish. So, yeah, big thumbs up. Definitely, uh, I really like it. It's got its hooks back. In, it has its hooks back in me, mm. and I think it's getting its hooks into a lot of people because, like, once you're in, you're kind of like stuck. Like, <laughs> not stuck. Maybe that's a bad way to put it, but like, you just want to keep you're coming involved. back. You're engaged. Yeah, you want to keep coming back. You want to keep hanging out with your friends in the crucible or hanging out in a raid or whatever and i'm really really happy with it cool moving on we're going to talk about zur and some of his new systems so zur is in the tower uh this weekend uh i'll start with you sean what do you think about the new set of engrams and everything so i don't know if this is something that's going to be maybe we should explain just in case you haven't seen zur yet yeah. sorry to interrupt you but no, there is now there's now a legacy engram you can get which is you can get uh, a year certain one. year one type of weapon like i think it's heavy this it was week. heavy this week yeah. yeah um you can get a year two helmet engram this weekend meaning you have a chance at a helmet engram. Jose discovered that you don't necessarily get one for your class three times. That's how I got the stag three times. And you don't even run a warlock. I have one, but you do. I, I still didn't want the stag yeah. three times in a row. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the three of coins, which you spend three strange coins on, and that gives you a higher chance at exotic drops, and a lot of people are abusing that right now, and I'm going to when I go home. But that's something stuff. you buy... <laughs> Like, that's a consumable, like, same mm -hmm. as a telemetry or something like that. It's not, like, one of the slots of an exotic. Yeah, it's a consumable, and it just gives you a higher chance at an exotic, and it I stacks. I used one, and it... I've used two, and I've gotten boned, so... Yeah, I yeah. had... I've used... I can't remember, but I haven't gotten an exotic yet. Yeah, it's been not great for me. Um, but I'm going to go try a few things tonight. And then one of each class item, like, yeah. the last time it used to uh, be. Uh, arms... Two arms pieces and a helm piece this yeah. week, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it was helm of innermost light. No, insurmountable skull Insurmountable fort. skull fort. Was the titan helm this Yeah, week. and then I, I got that other one from an engram, and I got helm of Saint 14, and I got a bunch of really good helmets this week. I got the, the astronaut helmet, nice. which adds tracking to any rocket launcher. Super good. Aim down sight, radar still on with any rocket launcher, and, like, just a bunch of really good, you good perks. You fancy. Yeah. 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 Um, so how do you feel about the new systems, and how do you feel about the fact that there isn't a guaranteed weapon at Zero every week? I think that sucks, but mm -hmm. only because I don't have any great exotic weapons. I can understand why they would do that. Mm -hmm. 
the philosophy there is that there's a lot of players who feel like Xur is the only way they can get exotic weapons regularly and continually, and that yeah. shouldn't be the case. Like, so, you shouldn't <laughs> think about Xur as your primary way of yeah, being exotics. Uh, someone on Reddit, uh, I wish I could remember the username, wrote, I guess Bungie's trying to uh, distinguish the difference between something that you earned and something that you zerned. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. That's really good. That's yeah. super funny. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, that is the philosophy. I totally get that. Do but you remember the time I adventured for three weeks? weeks and then paid somebody some money and he gave me a cool weapon yeah <laughs> you know, i guess that's I'm, not, not, that's not the story they want players telling exactly i'm yeah. i guess i was just a little bit butthurt because like at three in the morning last night i was like if zur has a weapon that'll yeah. put me over the edge and i can go to sleep and then it didn't and i was like no <laughs> yeah. yeah well and then uh you look at the collection system which is now become a, really an like avenue it. to, to yeah. get your two exotics but the year two exotics you get there are 280. They're capped at 280, but a, mm -hmm. a piece of gear Which that is drops is 290. Yeah. Or can be higher. That is also something that's wigged me out about the attack and defense value system is that it, before, like, you know, you got. Exotics are 290. That's so weird. <laughs> you got something at 290 or whatever it was, yeah. and then you could level it up as you used it and get it up to its max, but it, it would drop higher than that. Like, you didn't have to mm -hmm. upgrade it that much. Now they start, like, lower than gear that you're already getting just randomly. The and one that's you can get super blue, weird. The blueprints are 280. Exotics you get from Zer are 290. Max light level is 310. Yep. You know, so it's just like, how do you infuse that into the light level you need it to be? You yeah. just can't. Well, it's really, really hard to get. Well, that's the thing. It's is, hard to get a 300 anything. Before, well, before attack yeah. value and defense value didn't really mean anything other than that you wanted to get to the max to say that you were at the max, right? Yeah. But now it has a direct effect on your light. Mm -hmm. So it actually, philosophically, it should be harder to level it up, right? Because. You're still trying to progress as far as you can. Light's the new progression, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is It is weird to like see that you can buy an exotic, which is self-proclaimed the best items in the game, and they're lower than what you're already using. Yeah, right. Or like, yeah. there are blues that have higher value than that yeah. if you've been infusing them. There's blues that can drop up to 295, I think, is the highest blue I have. And the yeah. fact that my exotic is worse than that is what it yeah. doesn't make any sense but it's not really worse is the thing right because yeah, i know because of the stuff. perks yeah so like perks is where you get the value there but it's like i like i like yeah. jose's empty calories metaphor yeah mm, that is what it is one. that's true how do you feel about zero jose um real quick question though is it yeah. always a, le a a legacy heavy or i mean a legacy weapon that's it'll gonna be, a, be taking up a slot no, no, it'll sometimes be armor it'll sometimes be weapons yeah. but I, is it always legacy Yes, one that's of them will be a legacy. So dumb. So well, I think they, they want you to well, get your wait, year wait. ones if you didn't. That, well, I think hold on. That's they also said for. that this isn't final for Zur yet. Like it could change next week. Okay, because here, I mean, let so, me just yeah. throw it out there. If the whole point of moving to year two was to don't keep your Fate Bringer, don't keep your Galahorn, don't keep any of this stuff. Oh, but every time Zur comes, buy that stuff because you the, know why. He clearly has three more slots that could be filled. They just aren't this week. And okay. they said he might adjust. Yeah, but I week. also, uh, I mean, yeah. granted, maybe the people who are trying really hard to gather up and collect all the I stole all my RAM from year one. Like, I'm a collector. Yeah. I'm well, crazy about collecting No, the stuff. point I wanted to make is just maybe the people who um, wanted to collect exotics probably collected them all by now. But I think that the thinking there is just giving people an avenue to get that baseball card. Like, that's really all that's there for. And Granted, the folks who were trying, like, I'm just finding out, like, last night or this morning, like, you had, like, something like 300 strange coins. I have friends uh, who play on Xbox who have, like, a crazy amount of strange coins yeah. from the amount they've played and they've been through the grind. 
So it's giving you something to spend it on if the yeah. collection's incomplete, and that's something that means something to you. Um, and it has a high chance of something you don't have, which is really nice. Yeah. Do year, we know if you know how that. if you discovered a year one, it opens up the blueprint for a year two? Yeah. Does that work for legacy stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It should. So if you bought as it, as long yeah. as you get it. Yeah. yeah. So let's say I don't have one. a truth yet. I never found a truth mm-hmm. ever. If I purchased a legacy engram and it be, was a truth. Could I buy a year two truth? Yeah, from but yeah. you need the marks. You'd right. still need okay. the marks for That's it. That's interesting. But so yeah. there's yeah. still use for it then. Yeah, but uh, I know there's something. I wonder if you get it from a Zerangram, though, if it does the. So if you get a year two drop and you want to rebuy it, you can just buy it for a shard. Hmm. Um, but. If you haven't found it yet, you have to use marks to get yes, it. So yeah, I, that's I, what I was wonder, point out. Yeah. I wonder if you bought it from Zur and then you got that thing, if you still had to use marks to get the year two, probably, hmm. unfortunately. No, uh, oh, I, I'm not sure. I think uh, the answer to that question actually happened to me last night because it was the first time I noticed yeah. that if I, if I had the year one version before... Uh, I got something from Zer. You I, bought a legacy. Yes. Yeah. No, I didn't buy a legacy. Actually, oh, okay. I didn't have the coins for that. Um, anyway, I, I I wanted to move forward though and just say, no, I I I like what they're doing with Zer. The the three of coins I think is smart. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just giving people a way to draw an exotic more often. Like I feel mm-hmm. like um, at one point I was expecting activities to do that more, but having not experienced a raid, I'm curious to see how many of those checkpoints actually pull from the loot table mm-hmm. if they pull from the loot table because i walked by your desk and said did you get anything cool and you said not yet just something that i don't know what to do with yet yeah and i'm staying away from reddit to not find out what that yeah. is <laughs> big zero exotics and i made it through four bosses okay yeah. any any weapons or armor no weapons or armor right. either Okay. Anyway, we should move on to the final subject. Before you tackle okay. the final subject yeah. and I leave, I feel like it is a disservice to this game uh, to, in our review impressions to not have spoken about the Dreadnought. Okay. True. The Dreadnought is, uh, the new patrol space is another part of one of my favorite things right now in the Taken King because there is so much uh, mystery to that place. And it's mm-hmm. not just because it's a foreign like it. place. Mm-hmm. It's just that you are finding chess and you are finding drops and there's no clear instruction for what this thing is for sometimes. Mm-hmm. For example, a cabal key dropped, and I'm like, well, what's this for? I got a and bunch then, of calcified fragments before I was like, what are these for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then I, t- you know, a friend tells me, oh, come over here to this console, plug that in, uh, all of a sudden uh, a dropship, you see a dropship from outside space coming in to cut, like, drop off the first wave of enemies, and then it'll drop off a, a boss, mm-hmm. and then you go through this whole like mini quest line. I love what they're doing with the Dreadnought. It's it's a bummer you can't use your Sparrow there. There's no fast way to get around. But in terms of giving you a lot of different activities, taking chances on different boss mechanics, and giving you rewards for it, I like that space. And I think the Cosmodrome, Mars, the Moon, and Venus, I don't want to be there unless I'm in a quest. Oh, yeah. Whereas the Dreadnought, I kind of want to be there whenever I can yeah. if I have time to kill. Definitely. I agree with you. We really have to move on to the final subject. Absolutely. And you have to go, actually. I got to go because I no don't want spoilers. spoilers. Uh, enjoy the right. talk. Uh, thanks a lot for listening to the show. And thanks for having me again. Yeah, of course. Sweet. Right. Goodbye, right. Jose. I'm out of here. We'll be right back after a transition edit. Facing Oryx was never the end. Deep within the Dreadnought, 
whose hoard draws breath. You cannot face this alone. Six of you must rise and stand together as the king falls. So now we're going to get into spoiler territory. Killer Crossfade. Yeah, Killer Crossfade. I like that. Yeah. The star wipes. And yeah. All the, all, the, all the cool stuff that happens. <laughs> it's just a crossfade. I'm not going to do anything that crazy. Anyway, we're going to talk about the raid. King's yeah, yeah. Ball. Uh, we both got to experience it today for the first time. We haven't completed it yet. That congratulations goes out to Gathalian, yeah. who beat it right before we came in to record. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it was crazy because like for the first four bosses, there were about three or four crews, myself mm -hmm. and yours being one of them, that were all kind of neck to neck. Yeah. Uh, I My team lost a little bit of pace on the third encounter, which is the... Ogre? No, the he's the big knight, the really big knight, the oh, priest, yeah. the war priest, yeah. who I misread as warpiest. <laughs> and I was like that's a different kind of boss yeah Sean. I was like I was like who's the warpiest why is he deeming me worthy and I was like that just sounds like a weird name yeah. and so now I've just been calling him the warpiest because I think it's funny but uh, yeah we lost a bit of time on warpiest that's a difficult encounter and uh, we finally I beat like him I like that encounter a lot they're all great but yeah we finally beat him made it to the ogre and that's where we're stuck yeah both of you us you also got stuck there too yeah, right? yeah we're stuck on the ogre we're trying to figure out the best way to get the DPS on the character yeah right now um, let's Go back to the beginning of the raid, though. Mm -hmm. um, so it starts out pretty easy. You kind of got to move some relics around, and God, it's just fun. Yeah. So first yeah. off, the raid is awesome. Yeah. Like basically, it has elements of Vault of Glass. It has teamwork mechanics, like the bridge encounter in Crota's End, which is one of my favorite things ever. And uh, I'm just so happy with it. This is a really, really good raid experience. Yeah, all of the people out there who levied criticism at Bungie for making bullet sponge bosses, well, guess what? Like, the bun the bosses are still strong. You still have to do a lot of damage in mm -hmm. order to kill them. But there's a lot of really interesting new mechanics that they've added to boss fights in general and more specifically the raid that make them way more interesting and intricate and complex in order mm -hmm. to be able to do. Uh for instance, like so far, the the war priest has been my favorite encounter. Definitely. It's really, really interesting. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that. Basically, wait, are we allowed to like talk about what? I mean, do we want to talk about what you actually do in the raid? Yeah, that's fine. Somebody beat it, so the record's right. out there. You Spoiler know? alert: If you don't want to know how to do it and you want yeah. to explain it, this is where we to spoil it all for you. Yeah. So, the war priest encounter is awesome because you have this giant knight. He's sitting up on a platform, and you can't damage him. Yeah, you can't yeah. damage him at all until you activate these three platforms, and you got to do it in a specific order, right? And once you activate, do you know you can figure out the order and how. Yeah, so you it took us a while to figure yeah. that out. Like we had that a little ahead of you and I'm like, God, like can I message should I text him and let him know? That you would know? have been nice, but yeah, yeah, so there are these three giant rocks that we were calling tomes that yeah. have an order uh in inscribed in light on the front of the rock. And also if you have someone standing behind them, mm -hmm. they light up on the back to tell you which order to activate them in. So we had both. You know, we knew the order in our heads mm -hmm. and then we had Lloyd Man, one of my fire team guys, stand behind 
on the platform out of sight of the boss and tell us activate left now activate right now activate center and you mm-hmm. have to do it in the same order or else you mess up the sequence and you die yeah but after you activate the sequence in the proper order one of you gets a buff that's this red sort of aura that extends in a and radius in either direction. In it, yeah, and if your whole team stands in it, then you can damage the boss. Yeah. Uh, the problem is it's timed. It runs out after 10 seconds. But if that person has uh, the foresight, they can kill ads, which mm-hmm. extends the duration. And so, But it also speeds up in rage. Yeah, exactly. It speeds mm-hmm. up the... You know, we didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. So if he shoots too many ads too fast, then... It speeds up in rage, and then you get less DPS on him. So our strat was let that guy die, and everybody else DPSs him with weapons of light. And it worked amazingly well. So our thing was that the problem we kept running into was that we weren't doing enough damage. That was the thing is, like, the first 10, maybe 11 attempts, we just didn't – we couldn't kill him fast enough. Like, he would always enrage when we were at, like, 25%. So we thought about this, and we were like, well – if you let the aura at the end of the timer on the aura, yeah. it kills the person who has the aura. Yes. But you can renew it up to three times, mm-hmm. which gives you an extra 10 seconds, right? So what we just said was, all right, let's get the first 10 seconds. That's we'll just smart. do damage. Yeah. We'll kill one ad, do another 10 seconds, kill another ad, do another 10 seconds. And then on the third one, we just let it kill him. Because so you when just it, kill one ad, and that gives you 10 seconds. Yeah, that extends it by 10 seconds. But the thing is, you have the first 10 seconds, so you kill an ad, get a new yeah. 10 seconds. Kill another ad, get a new 10 seconds. It's kind of like the poison mechanic on Skolas. Yeah, but instead of or but taint, instead of killing a third ad and extending it to the maximum, you let it kill you because then it moves to a new person. Yeah. And they can extend it one more time and yeah. then another time. And you can stack it up to almost 90 seconds How much per... damage did you do per section? About, so uh, we figured a good baseline was about 30%. Percent Got per it. like we wanted to do a third of his health per tome. You have three tomes, right? Yeah. There's one in the center, one on the left, one on the yeah. right. But on one on the rate on the on the attempt that we cleared it, we did almost fifty percent. Yeah, like we just had everything on the first run. Yeah, like we had weapons. Yeah, we had weapons of light. Yeah. We had a hunter like shackle him down. Mm-hmm. I was hurl like every single one of my uh, hammers hammers crit, and we were just yeah. doing like hella amounts of damage. Yeah. Uh, but man, like what an awesome encounter. It gets really like intense. Like the way the room is designed makes it so mm-hmm. that you have to move. You have to make sure that like, oh, and the other thing is like he'll activate the Oculus at the end of every arrow. Oh, and you have to hide. And you have yeah. to hide behind the tomes. In the shadow. Like yeah. anywhere else you will get wrecked by yeah. the Oculus. And it's right, center, left. Yeah. And then yeah. when the Oculus activates and destroys everything in the room, mm-hmm. it'll also destroy the tome. So you can't hide in that same spot again. And... Just being able to juggle all of these elements together made it super interesting, and it's just like and one of the more clear. complex encounters I've ever done in yeah. uh, Destiny, for sure. Yeah, it was clear, and you were able to figure it out because of how it was designed. Yeah. I really enjoyed that part. Uh, now we're on the Ogre. Now, the Ogre, I kind of know what to do, but we're having a little bit of trouble. Yeah, so. we have a general strat as well. We have only, we've gotten him to 50% once. Every yeah. other time, we wipe it like 80, and we just can't get it. Yeah, the Ogre's all about DPS. There's these things you can shoot on the ceiling. They fall down, and if you stand in that, you Golgaroth get a huge... Golgoroth is his name. Side Golgaroth. Note. People, we, our fire team just kept calling him Fogoth. <laughs> yeah, um, that's funny. Uh, so anyway, you shoot the things, they fall down, and if you stand in the light, you get a huge damage boost, but... If somebody's not in his gaze, mm-hmm. then he will punch people, destroy on you basically on the ground. So we have two people dedicated to just keeping his gaze one side or the other side because you have to shoot him in the back to pull his gaze. So mm-hmm. one person has to be on each side of the map. And then there's 
ad sections where you got to kill ads. It's a very complex thing. Yeah, people, there were some people in our Twitch stream who were just saying, like, this just looks like Bogoth. And I'm like, whoa, buddy. Like, just because he's an ogre, like, it's yeah. a far don't, more complex. Don't be alienist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know exactly. what they are. Yeah. Uh, basically, no, they're, you're right. Uh -huh. They're aliens. Um, <laughs> it's a very, very complex encounter. We have the idea of what you're supposed to do, but we haven't been able to execute it yet. But yeah, like you said, he has two weak spots in his stomach and on his back. Yeah. What happens when his back is open, he has these like claw things that kind of retract. Yeah. And when it's open, you can shoot him in the back for extra damage, but doing so causes them to close and he gazes at you, which means he shoots hella orbs at you that poison yeah. you and do damage. And he also shoots you, his laser at you. You can shoot the orbs though. You can shoot so the orbs, yes. If you yes. just constantly shoot the orbs, you're fine. But you'll he be shoots good. a lot of orbs at you. And if yeah. you miss one, it poisons you and then you get slower, which yeah. makes him harder to dodge the orbs. So what yeah. we've been doing is just running around and dodging them. Mm -hmm. While the rest of the fire team sits on the floor in front of him because when he's gazing at at these people on mm -hmm. the top floor of the of the room he can't he doesn't damage people in front of him and that allows them to use snipers and shotguns to shoot him in the stomach his yeah. other vulnerable spot for tons amount of damage and yeah. then you get even bonus that like you pointed out you get even more damage if you're standing in that those yeah pools. by shooting by shooting we call them raindrops because yeah. you shoot them and it drops like this big glob of water mm -hmm. onto the ground and if you stand in that you get bonus damage mm -hmm. so like and if you die five times, you activate a rune in the back, and everybody dies. Exactly. Like it's, just, it's just a white. Six times. Six okay. times. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, so th basically what we're aiming at is, like, the the boss still has a ton, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's six, but I can't remember. The, the point is that, like, yeah, he's an ogre, but this is a far more complex and different encounter. You're doing a lot more varied things, and you have yeah. to be in such great communication with your team mm -hmm. in order to be able to make it anywhere near it. And... Mm -hmm. On one great in, on one great encounter, like I said, we made it to fifty percent. Every other time, we wiped it eighty. It's yeah. a very tough encounter. But I don't feel discouraged at all. I feel like it's no, doable. Like it's, time, it's just yeah. going to take practice as a team and working together. But like, I'm not frustrated like I used to get. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, really like it. Uh, going back earlier in the raid, though, there's also another jumping puzzle. Like, oh, it's... I love it, dude! Yeah. I love it. Okay, so one of the coolest things that I heard when they were teasing, like mm -hmm. what they were just going to be doing with the raid, was more platforming and yeah. stuff. There's two separate parts where your team has to coordinate and jump across kind of a lot of really complex moving elements. Yeah. There's this These big swinging like chandelier thing. Yeah, which that called, one's yeah. pretty easy, but yeah, like there's there's you know. Like, imagine, like, you know, uh, American Ninja Warrior or something yeah. where you have to run in a straight line to get across, but there are these moving platforms that swing back and forth and yeah. you have to jump from one to the other. If you're not a noob or if you take your time, it's not hard to land those mm -hmm. jumps. Uh, the second one, the ships, that's a lot harder. You yeah. have to jump there's along. There's a specific pattern. I'm guessing there's hidden stuff in that area, too. Yeah, so there's, yeah. like, there's this big chasm that is unjumpable unless you jump along. Uh, it's probably, like, 10, 11, maybe even 12 different ships jumps where you have to jump from one platform onto a ship like a like a you know a taken or whatever a hive ship that's warping in from the outside of the dreadnought and then another one will appear behind you and above you and below you and you have to figure out the right order in which on them to jump because there's all oh, there's a whole bunch of them going in different directions yeah and sometimes they disappear and go to warp and other times like they try one's coming right at and you're like that one looks a little too high, but then, like, by the time it gets to your ship, it's just going to knock you off yeah. unless you move. Like, it's really kind of cool, and you just have to, like, Mario your way across this chasm. Yeah. And it's visually interesting, it's, too. It's fun, it's mm -hmm. interesting, and it's just like, that's, it wasn't frustrating at all. Like, I mm -hmm. thought it was super fun to do it. Yeah, definitely. It's not very hard. Like, once you figure it out, but like you pointed out, there's probably a lot of, like, 
stuff we haven't seen yet. Yeah, or like if you take a different route, like you'll find, you know, a chest. Yeah, a chest or yeah. a ghost or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what it is, but that's super cool to me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, overall, I'm really enjoying the raid. I can't wait to complete it. But uh, yeah, big thumbs up from us. Me too. Yeah, same I here. Think. I wish yeah. I could talk about Oryx more because we haven't even made it there yet. I saw but... him. That's it. Yeah, I saw, I saw him. Gathalian stream. Yeah, I, was I, I jumped in on Gathalian stream just to see yeah. where they were, and I looked at the encounter. And I was like, whoa, that looks yeah. cool. And at that point. And I was like, I don't want to look more because yeah. I want to experience it for myself. Mm-hmm. But so far, yeah, huge thumbs up for the raid for me. Like the the, the mechanics are really interesting. Uh, I would love to emphasize that they're complex. Like it's not just like avoid getting attacked and shoot him a lot. You it's like yeah. you have to do all kinds of things in order to be able to mm-hmm. damage bosses, and that's that's the way it should be. Yeah, and like unless you're a hardcore Destiny player, I don't know if you'll ever play this raid. <laughs> Yeah, that's feel the like other thing. It's like, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's really hard. Yeah. I feel like it's really hard. Uh, mm-hmm. There are a lot of people out there who are, if you're playing solo or if you're if your fire team, you know, just likes to take things at their own pace. Mm-hmm. Like they're only they're at 250, 260 light. Yeah, I put in just a monumental amount of time over one the night. The last three days we've stayed up super late. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you and Jose have been up until like 3 a.m. every yeah. day. I skipped out on. Wednesday and Thursday because I had stuff to do here Work, yeah. and then I just put in a huge like a 12 hour Day. balls to the wall <laughs> like as efficient farming as you can with mm-hmm. the best players that I know yeah. farming plus there's like and I got people there. out there now they're like do this do this do this yeah you know and it'll help you get there yeah mm-hmm. I was very lucky to have the experience of these guys they were like okay do you have this quest this quest this quest okay yeah. those ones those ones give you marks yeah and I had this like for those of you wondering how I went from 237 to 283 light in one night I laid out a strategy. Like, I laid out a strategy. Yeah, Yeah. like, I was like, the first things you got to do is you got to do these quests that all give you marks, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're going to collect marks in order to buy, like, a ghost or, like, a PvP weapon. Mm -hmm. Then I had hundreds of motes of light that I spent on rep with your faction because every time you rank up a faction, you get a legendary package, which Mm -hmm. could be better than what you're using. So I did a bunch of those. I farmed Court of Oryx so much special thanks to god i'm forgetting the people i have to shout out to but there's two people that i have to shout out okay. to which i will do later on uh who uh, basically allowed us to use that swapping mechanism that allows you to use more people in court of oryx you know oh, how, yeah you know what i'm yeah, talking about i've heard of it yeah so you can only attack pe- you can only use three people per fire per fire mm-hmm. team in court of oryx but if you send one person over to a new fire team have those other two players back out, and then have that person invite you back over, you can yeah. do it with six people mm-hmm. as opposed to three. So that allowed us to do tiers one, two, and three way faster and more times than everyone else because we can use everyone's runes. So I did that for like three hours, and I jumped from like 237 to like 260. And then at that point, I started farming the heroic strikes and the nightfall, mm-hmm. and I did, I don't know, 30 strikes or something like, like that. I like the Nightfall a lot, too. Nightfall Just was awesome. Just a perfect amount of challenge. Oh, can we I talk di- about the new strikes, too? New strikes are awesome. Yeah, and like, the fact very that cool. you're rewarded for staying in them, Yes, that's so good. Awesome mm-hmm. strikes. Like, just another great thing that they iterated upon. And that they changed, that the Taken are in some of them. Yeah, the Taken are in some yeah. of them, and sometimes you'll get, like, I played the same strike a couple of times, mm-hmm. and sometimes it'd be the regular Cabal, sometimes it'd be the Taken, and they play differently now yeah. because the you know, they're different enemies. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. And yeah, you just farm your way all the way up. But I had like a set plan and people were like, this quest, this quest, and then we're going to do Court of Orcs. And then yeah. after that, hopefully you'll be at 260 and then we can do the Nightfall. Mm-hmm. And then after the Nightfall, hopefully you're, you know, there and that's how what, I did What'd it. you get on the Nightfall? Like, uh, what do you mean? What'd reward? you get for a reward? I can't remember. Anything good? No, not that I remember. Oh, like, I think I got marks. Really? I think so. Like 25 or something? I remember having like a remark being like, that's it. 
I got so I got Zer's three of coins. I got five of them. Oh, okay. And I was kind of like, what? Yeah. Like, because I'm like, I needed armor. Yeah, no, I think... <laughs> you know, I needed armor or a weapon, and I got this thing, and then I burned one, and we killed some ultras, and I didn't get anything. And yeah. then I burned another one on the raid, and I didn't get anything. I'm like, why? That's what? my thing, is I have gotten no armor or weapons from the raid yet, and I used three of coins the whole time. Yeah. I haven't gotten anything from quests or strikes or anything. I've been very unlucky. Mm -hmm. um, I did get one exotic from a legendary engram oh, and nice. it was uh something uh, new no it's the crest of alpha loopy uh, okay. loopy whatever i don't know it's fine though it's the piece i'm using and the chest mm -hmm. piece is pretty good and then i got uh th i my the one piece i got so far on the raid was i got a really nice ghost shell it's a 309 or 310 oh, nice. or something i need one of those yeah and that bumped me shell. up a lot too i need an I artifact using... and a ghost shell those are my lowest stats right now yeah so those that's that's i mean that's how I did it. That's what I got, and it's yeah. been really cool so far. Cool. All right. I think that's all we need to talk about raid-wise. Yeah, I mean, we could go on forever yeah. and ever, but we're already long. We're loving the DLC, so it's great. Mm -hmm. um, any last thoughts, Sean? No, I mean, follow me on Twitter at I'm Finnegan. I'm going to be playing yeah. a lot of Destiny, as I'm sure you are. So if oh, you want to yeah. come talk to me about that or ask me about mm -hmm. quests and strategies and all that stuff, I'm obviously available for that. Uh, I played some really interesting game this week that I can't quite talk about, but you'll hear about it all next week. So come talk to me about that one too hmm, on Twitter. An interesting game. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's about it cool. for me. Follow me on Twitter at Destin Laguerre. If you like the show, check out go.ign.com slash store. We have a t-shirt there you can buy and leave us a review on iTunes. That helps us out if you, if you like it. If you don't, I don't think you've listened this long. So, <laughs> <laughs> but thanks anyway. Um, until next time, uh, Guardians, Guardians out. out. We're a little tired. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Ever since I was born, I could hear the spirits of the other world. Where old stories take on a new life. If you break even one of these conditions, the consequence is death. And the world is teeming with possibilities. It's midnight, girls! They're here! Get ready to change! Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz! <laughs> Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with as you've never heard them before. You are no more than a demon! Okay, Gown. Oh, let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales.